Consider what it means to document our lives versus living through documentation. And that is in a neutral way. Like, I am not even claiming that one is better than the other, actually. I mean, I think we could all agree that, like, being alive and being present is the ultimate form of life. Right? Like being in the moment and seeing all that is. But I think the gift that this medium grants us is the ability to do that once the moment has passed and knowing that it's okay. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora. I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. Today, I'm coming from you leaving my son's daycare parking lot and... Freshly returned from a trip to Sedona. This was not a work trip. It was a trip with some family members, uh, a girl's trip of sorts. And it was intense. Um, one, it snowed, like, like, like snowed in Sedona, like not a dusting. Like there were a couple inches of snow on the ground. It was crazy. Um, and I had never heard of, of Vortex before. I've heard of Vortex, but I didn't know exactly what it was. So I learned about that. And then I went there. I did the thing where you sit and my mind frantically trying to figure out, like, what was the most important thing I could be mindful about in that moment. And the irony of that, of course, was defeating the purpose. Um, <laughs> but. Something that I wanted to bring forth today is last night I had given my partner my camera just to like scroll through some of the pictures so he could see where I was and, you know, some of the things that happened during the trip. And he he was paging through the photographs on the phone or um, on my camera. I can't speak today. I don't have enough coffee yet. Um, and he goes, <laughs> it's like looking through your brain <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> so and of course I was like impatient because when I flick through the cameras on my phone I like or on my camera I look so fast and he was just going like one by one by one um and I was like what do you mean he's like oh it's just like looking inside your head looking at your pictures 
And then he proceeds to tell me that it's his plan that if I die before him, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, what are you, what the hell? He's like, if you die before me, I'm going to take all the photographs you've ever taken and like put them together with like a Johnny Cash's Hurt song, because that's my favorite song. Um, <laughs> which is again, kind of morbid. Um, he's like, and just play it. I think it'll be really cool. Like all the photos I've ever taken. Oh my gosh, it's really interesting. And when he said that, I started thinking about like, wow, like how interesting would it be to like combine our, I don't know about you, but for me personally, there's like this line in the sand of like my personal photos that I take and like with my cell phone that are very, very down and dirty. And then like the photographs I take that feel a little bit more formal to me. And um, there's more effort put into it. Like there's more intention behind how I would like it to be because it's the vision I have. Uh, but then when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, to combine the two could be really eye opening, but I have to be alive to do that. So I might, <laughs> I might ruin his project and do something in the meantime. But all that to say, I'm bringing this here to consider what it means to document our lives versus living through documentation. And that is in a neutral way. I am not even claiming that one is better than the other, actually. I mean, I think we could all agree that, like, being alive and being present is the ultimate form of life, right? <laughs> like, being in the moment and seeing all that is. But I think the gift that this medium grants us is the ability to do that once the moment has passed and knowing that it's okay. Like, although it's ideal to be present and alive and fully there in that moment, it's not possible to have all of your senses and all of your presence dialed in at a hundred million percent every minute of the day. This is one of the things that I rifled with um, during this trip. Cause I've had this weight on me of like, why is it that I feel like I can be in such a blissful state of presence when I'm in a session with someone else? And it's like, can, it can be difficult to map that back with my life. And obviously I know, you know, the badge and the responsibilities that come makes that so as well. But at the same time, adding that pressure is not helping the situation. Okay, so what the fuck do I mean? Basically, there are times where the moment has passed 
that I still don't feel complete. So I've come back from Sedona and yes, there were experiences of deep presence, but then there were also experiences where it feels like there's like a cloud over my head that has yet to be processed. It's like, um, <laughs> like when you're offloading pictures to your computer and, um, and it's, in the process of doing so, but it's like stuck and you're like, is this moving? Why is it still there? But when I have photographs to look back on, to refer to, I can revisit my state of consciousness and go back to that place, go back to that state of mind, go back to that feeling and just be there and take what I need from it, take what I want from it, decide what I want it to mean, decide what I want it to not mean. Um, there is a freedom and a choice to revisit and to change our minds and to continue the interaction and the moment and the processing of something um, through the images that we keep of it. And it's an echo chamber for really what's always available to us in life to make a new decision. Um, like if I took an image and I underexposed because I really wanted it to be all about the the highlights of that image and kind of distill that. But then when I go back, I find so much meaning and love in the shadows of it. And I decide I don't want it to be a super contrasty image. That's all about just the highlight points Then I can make that decision later um, and I can change my mind. And I think when we're thinking about our lives and the way we've been um, and things that we want to change that feel almost insurmountable. I think there's a lot of ideas, interesting ideas, as my coach Haley Carr would say, interesting ideas around how hard it must be to undo something that's been that way for half of our lives. Um, but the fact of the matter is that in an instant, <laughs> In an instant, everything can change. And I think that most of the time we think about that as a scary thought. In an instant, everything can change and everything bad can happen. And your whole life has changed. Yes. And then also in an instant, you can make a wonderful, simple new decision. Over and over again, you can make that new decision. Um I was reading something around how, uh, I believe this was Haley as well, around how sometimes we can feel like being able to move past something feels like we're dishonoring the experience of it. Like it shouldn't be this easy. So like you're subconsciously suppressing yourself. Like, oh, there's no way I can just feel peace because I haven't my whole life. And it's because I have all these really good reasons why, right? <laughs> um, but really it's a decision and it's a state. In my NLP course that I'm doing right now, um, 
she talks about the, the importance between distinguishing states versus goals and how whenever I think about what I want, it's always a state. But really, a state is something you can just decide in an instant. So when you're deciding to work towards something that's external, it's a goal. I can feel like inner peace feels very external from me, but really, it's just a decision to be in the knowing that everything will always be okay no matter what. And my struggle is that I have that deep knowing when I have a camera in my hands and I'm like taking photographs for someone, everything will always be okay. No matter what, everything is perfect. That is happening. I am like with it, but mapping that back to my life um, is really difficult for me. So that's my life's work and talking about it is really, really helpful in <laughs> forming and strengthening those neural pathways. Uh, <clears throat> but with the photographs, back to the photographs and back to like the comment that my partner made around how looking at my, my, um, camera, like the photographs I took on my camera without also without me filtering, like without me having like, Oh, these are my selects or this is what I edited. Like it is like a stream of consciousness. Right. It's like the idea of waking up early in the morning and just picking up a pen and free writing or journaling. You know, it's just what comes out without the filter, without the editing. And there's value to be gained from that. I think that oftentimes we are so taught that um, to be a strong curator and to curate your life and to curate your work and um you know, the curation of a set of images can make or break a project and blah, 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 blah. And I love interesting curations. I love the intention and the meaning that comes from doing that, from deciding what you want to juxtapose from here or from there. But there is such inherent value in taking a moment before you curate, before you decide, you know, which darlings to kill of your work to take a step back and witness your own stream of consciousness in the, in the work that you created. Not like just the good pictures, not like brushing the bad pictures under the rug and being like, well, that's not interesting. That's not interesting, but that's interesting. What's not interesting about the pictures that you don't like? What don't you like about them? Because that will serve you just as much as the ones that you decide really speak to you. Right now, I have a, a couple sets of photographs to edit, to process, to just dive in on. And I look forward to it. It's like I think about them as like a treasure trove. Like I cannot wait until the time feels right where I can go into my basement and just like dive into those images. But I also have this weird knowing of when is and when is not the time to do it. Uh, like there's a set of images that I'm so curious about looking at. Um, 
but I also know I wasn't able to process really like my feelings and my thoughts were not in sync with my me being present in that moment there. So I, I know that there's some contemplation to be had in the editing process. So I'm waiting until I know I have more mental space to, to do that. Um, there's also images that I take that I just like, I'm chomping at the bit because I felt so like in sync throughout all of it, but neither one is right or wrong. I think it's so beautiful that this medium grants us the opportunity to like align ourselves and to come to a place where we feel, um, yeah, aligned with, with the images that we took. And there's also space to be like, I don't even know what this means yet. And I might not know for years, (laughs) but it's here. And this feels beautiful to me. And this feels important to me. And I don't have to know everything about it. I don't have to have an artist statement for everything I've ever done and for my mission and for my, this project and for whatever. All I have to have is a pure intention, an intention of, of truth. An intention that feels like mine, like home. Even if I don't have the words for it. Okay. So. That is it for now. I I don't even feel complete with this conversation because it feels so juicy and I'm going to probably dive back into it um, this week. But reach out if you have any thoughts. Um, I would love to hear. I would love to hear what came up for you during this. Now, let me think. Is there any is there any prompt here? Um. The next time you're looking at your images, whether it's like personal, just on your photo scroll on your phone before you pick your favorites, or if it's you are, you're a photographer and you shot a session, um, before you just go through and select your favorites, just take a moment and zoom out and sit with looking at the whole. And as you dismiss the images that you're like, eh, meh, you know, eh, eh, lukewarm, just take an extended beat and see if there's anything there for you about why you're meh about it. Or if there's anything there for you in witnessing, you know, yourself from your seat of consciousness. Like, oh, I tried that. didn't work. Why don't, why don't I think that worked? Or... Um, you know, looking at the images and understanding and having an appreciation for the fact that right now um, that photo isn't interesting for you or isn't a select that you would make. But in a year from now, that could be your favorite photo. (laughs) You know, it's really interesting. Okay. That's it for now. I'm going to finish my coffee and um, I'm taking the rest of the day off. I need space. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will catch you next time. Also, if you're interested in continuing and having 
weird conversations with me around stuff like this. Um, make sure you sign up for my email list. I have all sorts of exciting things coming up. I have a visioning workshop that's coming up very, very soon. Like I'm probably in the next week or so. And then I have, um, a workshop that I'm creating right now around photo yoga, which I have been simmering on this idea for so long and I'm so excited about it. Um, so if you want to get weird with your photos, whether they're just personal photos or professional work, whatever the hell, it doesn't matter because it's all the same. Um, sign up. I will put the link in my show notes so that you can be updated whenever I'm hosting one of these events online so we can join and talk and be weird together. Okay. Catch you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you're not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. <laughs> and two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast. <laughs>